there, it's Leslie Ludi, host of the Set Apart Girl podcast, biblical encouragement for women of all ages. Today we're going to look at the topic, dressing with dignity. I know that the, the word modesty in Christian circles kind of evokes some strong feelings from a lot of us. I know there are women who feel that modesty is very oppressive and legalistic and that we shouldn't have to worry about things like that. Other women uh, really put a strong emphasis on modesty. I prefer to use the phrase dressing with dignity, really looking at feminine mystery and how we can be guarded and hold sacred the things that God holds sacred. Because the word modesty often evokes very specific thoughts or ideas in people's minds. But the idea of dressing with dignity really denotes this idea of guarding what God has given us and guarding that femininity that he's entrusted to us. When I was writing my book, Answering the Guy Questions, quite a few years ago, I interviewed several godly young men and asked them some of the top things that they desired in godly women. And at the very top of the list, they all said, we desire a young woman who will dress in a way that is honoring to a man and actually helps a godly man guard his mind rather than constantly tempting him to compromise. So... Guys who are truly following after God and truly have that desire to be Christ-built are longing for women who will help them in guarding their thoughts and guarding their mind. And I know that it's easier said than done. Sometimes people just say, hey, you know, you need to dress modestly without giving any practicals. And I know that this can be such a huge challenge for modern Christian women because we may desire to honor men in this area and to honor God's standard, but it's very easy to walk into the mall and think there is literally nothing here that would be considered modest and also look good. And I remember one summer trying to go to the store and find some summer tops. And after probably 10 different stores, I left without anything because every single top that I could find was immodest and sensual unless I wanted to show shop in like the grandma section. And as the fashion trends in our culture continue to become more and more sensual, it's really easy as Christian women to feel that we really have no choice but to just sort of go along with the trends of this world and to really dress with dignity and also with just feminine grace and style truly is an art form. And it takes a bit of effort. And a lot of women today really aren't willing to go to that extra effort to overcome those challenges that our culture presents us with and really make a purposeful effort to dress with grace and mystery and dignity. And for a lot of single Christian women, there's this pressure to be appealing to the opposite sex and to be competing with other young women in the culture and thinking, well, if I don't dress at least a little bit sensually, then I won't ever get the attention of guys, which is the wrong mentality to start with. But because of all those pressures, a lot of Christian women have really lowered their standards in how they dressed. I think a lot of us often rationalize dressing sensually because we compare ourselves to the sinking standards of the culture and we think, well, at least this isn't as bad as something I could be wearing. And we think, you know, as long as we're not completely dressed 
addressing, you know, like the cover of some sensual magazine out there, then we have at least an element of modesty. But it's so important not to just compare ourselves to the culture, but to look at God's standard and what is he asking of us in this area. First Timothy 2, 9 says, I want women to adorn themselves with proper clothing modestly and discreetly. Now, the word modestly here actually means with shame and bashfulness. In other words, not the shameless flaunting that is so common today, but exuding a careful, guarded dignity in the way that we dress. And the word discreetly means to keep hidden. So if you think about your body being a sacred treasure, something that God has entrusted to you and is meant to be a gift for your future husband if you're going to be married someday, And it's meant to be protected. And God asks us not to give just anyone the privilege of seeing something that was really only meant to be seen by the man we would spend the rest of our life with. It might be easy to assume that when we talk about modesty, we're talking about drab, shapeless, unfeminine clothes that are very unattractive. But God's pattern is one of life and beauty. It's not oppression and legalism. And it brings liberty and joy into our lives. So feminine mystery does not need to be this dour legalistic experience. It can actually be something that truly reflects the radiance and the beauty of heaven. And to showcase true feminine beauty, you don't need to showcase sensuality. That is what so many of us often believe, that the only way a woman can truly be beautiful is if she is sensual in the process. But God has a completely different kind of beauty, and it's one that points eyes to Jesus Christ rather than drawing attention to self. Dressing with feminine dignity is an amazing opportunity to showcase the amazing beauty of Christ rather than the cheap counterfeit of sensuality that our culture has embraced. And to capture the heart of a truly Christ-built man, really what those kind of men are looking for is not the sensuality of the culture, but a feminine grace that comes from a woman who surrendered to Christ and, and her chief desire is to point eyes to Jesus. Feminine mystery restores value and honor to femininity, and it challenges young men to treat women with true respect and honor instead of just seeing them as something for their own pleasure. In this process of deciding how to dress with dignity, we need to remember that our bodies are not our own, as it says in 1 Corinthians. We've been bought with a price, and we are the temple of the Most High God. And because we house the presence of the living God, we can't just assume that it's our right to do whatever we want with this body. It's meant to be spent for the glory of our King, not for our own selfish pleasure or for the gratification of selfish men in our attempt to be found attractive to the opposite sex. So in addition to our body being the sacred temple of the Most High God, it also belongs to our husband if we're married or our future husband if we will one day be married. It says in 1 Corinthians 7, 4, the wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. So we must consider our husband's feelings and honor and respect him in this area of our life. And even before we meet him, we're called to show honor 
in how we dress, in how we carry ourselves. Remember, the Proverbs 31 woman actually does her husband good and not harm all the days of her life, not just after she's married. So living to honor Christ and our future husband has to be the true motivation when it comes to dressing with dignity. If you're always asking the question, how much can I get away with, then you're always going to be placing your own selfish desires above the desires of Christ. Now, I want to share some practicals in this area. Before I do, I want to say that if your true motivation is honoring Jesus Christ and you desire to glorify him with the way you dress, the way you steward the body that he has given you, then you won't be in danger of falling into the legalistic rules of dressing modestly because what you're doing is an act of honor and love for your king. So here is a principle that can be really helpful when you're thinking about how to dress with dignity. First of all, whatever you wear should be not drawing attention to you, but pointing eyes to Jesus. And by that, I mean, when you dress sensually and you purposely wear form-fitting clothes or clothes that show a lot of skin, you're really inviting other people, especially guys, to look at you in a sensual way. And it's very, very hard to point eyes to Jesus when you're exuding the sensuality of the culture. And also clothes that promote the values of this culture. That's something to be very guarded with because it's very hard to draw eyes to Jesus Christ and point others' gaze to him when you're parading around with things that exalt the shallow worldliness of the culture. That doesn't mean that you can never wear something that's in style or that is a modern trend, but just be looking carefully at your motives. Are you trying to show off your body in a sensual way? Are you trying to gain the attention of the opposite sex? Are you trying to prove to the world that you're trendy and fashionable? Are you glorifying things that are truly ungodly in the culture? One thing that I notice and I've talked about in other podcasts is the trend of always wearing things like skulls and skeletons on our jewelry and bags and t-shirts. Even though the culture glitters those things up, they're still things that glorify darkness and don't glorify Jesus Christ. So looking at what you're wearing, does it truly promote the value system of heaven? And whether you're married or single, keeping your husband or your future husband's feelings in the forefront of your mind when you're deciding what to wear can really help you understand what you should say yes to and no to when it comes to getting dressed. Okay, this outfit would show honor and respect to my husband. This would not. So be thinking about how you can really honor him and protect that that sacred gift of your physical body for him instead of just showcasing it to the world. Now, this isn't to say that wearing tent-like dresses or just baggy, baggy clothes are your only option. There are a lot of really beautiful, classy, stylish clothes that are looser fitting and feminine and really can promote feminine dignity in what you're wearing without promoting sensuality. You're probably not going to find those kinds of outfits in stores that cater to 13 or 16 year olds where every pair of jeans is labeled ultra low cut stretch. But there are a lot of other options if you really make a purposeful effort to look for them. It's so much better to have one or two pairs of truly feminine, dignified things to wear than a whole closet full of super tight jeans that only get tighter every time that you wash them. So remember, even though 
it might be popular in the culture to wear form-fitting, low-cut clothes. A truly godly man is really longing for a woman who will forgo those sensual trends and showcase the true beauty of Jesus Christ. Dress in such a way that a man that truly wants to build his life after God's pattern won't have to constantly avert his eyes when you walk into the room. Don't put a stumbling block in a Christian man's way. It will be so refreshing to a godly man to be around you when you're dressing with respect for him and respect for your future husband, and he'll notice the light of Christ in your eyes, the radiance of your smile, rather than being distracted by sensual clothing. Think about the fact that once upon a time, women truly dressed with dignity. They wore feminine, graceful clothes, and they carried themselves with dignity and poise. And men were not enticed by sensuality. They were captivated by true beauty and feminine grace. The Proverbs 31 woman is the epitome of feminine beauty. It says she's clothed in strength and dignity. She makes coverings for herself of fine linen and purple. She has the respect of her children and her community, and she's captured the heart of her husband. So the Proverbs 31 woman is not a dour, miserable, legalistic woman devoid of all feminine grace. In fact, she is the epitome of feminine beauty and grace. So just remember that God's pattern brings that kind of beauty and life when we're willing to embrace it. When we dress with true grace and dignity, then we receive the right kind of attention from the right kind of men, not the wrong kind of attention from the wrong kind of men. So don't think of dressing with dignity as having to give up being truly feminine or attractive. Rather, it's an exchange that you're making. You are trading the culture's cheap counterfeit of sensuality for the beautiful, God-designed pattern of feminine beauty. Christ-built men are not just looking for girls who purposely drab down their feminine beauty or hide their feminine grace. They are longing for young women who exude a loveliness and a graceful Christ-centered beauty that flows from the inside out, a feminine dignity that is both modest and refreshingly beautiful. Dressing with dignity isn't just an obligation to not cause guys to stumble. It's actually one of the most powerful tools that we have in helping restore true honor and respect both to masculinity and femininity. Now, it's true that men are responsible to guard their hearts and guard their eyes, but there's so much that we can do to help point them in that direction by purposely choosing to dress with dignity and feminine grace. I encourage you to prayerfully consider what you're wearing, take your wardrobe before God and say, Lord, are there any pieces of clothing here that need to be exchanged for things that truly reflect the beauty of heaven instead of the sensuality of the culture? Have I been dressing in a way that I know is sensual, that I know is drawing attention to myself, but doing it sort of because I think I don't have a choice or doing it because I'm trying to gain attention and approval from the culture or from uh, the opposite sex? And take those things before God and allow him to 
gently convict you and purify this area of your life. And remember, if you really make the choice to honor him and to honor your husband in this area, it can truly be a gift both to you and to everyone else in your life. God's ways truly are perfect. And for more practicals on this topic, I encourage you to visit setapartgirl.com and see the many articles and resources that we have, especially our Set Apart Girl magazine, which is a resource for women of all ages that really goes through practical ways to live set apart in this culture. I pray you have a blessed and Christ-centered week.